You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of System Check, the AEW analytics show. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey. Now, I sort of teased it last week, and I'm proud to say that we have another special guest on today's episode talking and previewing the show of Wednesday Night Dynamite, hailing from, was it Charleston, West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken? You may have seen his work on the Twitter sphere. It is at Pro Wrestling Musings at PW Musings on Twitter. We are joined by Craig, the uh, um, the writer, uh, the self proclaimed stats nerd of pro wrestling. Uh, if you want to go check out his stuff already, you can of course log on to Twitter and check out. Go to at PW Musings and check out the things he's done. Of course, you have a lot of uh, images that will help this conversation to a certain extent if you need those images to help you out. Uh, But I I cannot wait to have him on this show. So without further ado, I say we just get straight into it. Um, So thank you all for listening. Let's get straight into it and let's start talking about Wednesday Night Dynamite in Charleston, West Virginia with Craig from Pro Wrestling Musings. Okay, and welcome to the mid-portion of the show, everybody. I am joined, like I said, in the top of the show from Craig from Pro Wrestling Musings. Craig, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. I'm so excited to have you on. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm, I'm very excited, too. This is my first ever podcast, so very excited. Uh, I I love to hear that. I love I love bringing on you know new people and really experiencing <laughs> the podcast bug. Thanks. Uh, that's that's good to know. Um, yeah, very excited. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I was talking to you uh, before we started. Of course, uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit about you know, of course, your 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 love your your love of pro- professional wrestling. Um, how you feel towards AEW? How and you know, just I just want to start to talk about that. So, when do you sort of first watch wrestling, and how did you get into all elite wrestling eventually? Um, I've watched wrestling for quite a while. Um, I think it's from like 2002, 2003. So um, maths, um, 16 years ago, so a very long time. Um, got into AEW. Um, I was kind of um, familiar with the, the YouTube shows, Being the Elite. Um, I'd watched a lot of New Japan. Um, I think that kind of happened when Cody left WWE. I kind of watched a bit of him in Ring of Honor and then kind of it spiraled from there. Uh, but yeah, AEW, I've really enjoyed it so far. It's been a refreshing change from WWE. Um, I've prob- I'm probably now watching as little WWE as I ever have, probably because AEW has been such uh, an enjoyable alternative. I, can, I mean, kind of punctuated by last week's episode with the, the amazing segment between Jericho and Cody, um, crutch stealing and all. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I love that segment. It was such a you know old sort of WCW esque. Uh, yes, yes. Real feeling. Now, uh, I, as I said in the intro, uh, I definitely wanted to bring you on because you are the what would you describe the writer, the the owner of Pro Wrestling Musings. Uh, stats nerd wrestling. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, stats nerds is a solid title. <laughs> the stats nerd of pro wrestling. Yeah, um, something like that. <laughs> uh, you run the at PW Musings uh, on yes. Twitter, Pro Wrestling Musings, um, and you uh, you can describe more. But as as I put it, uh, you sort of like create, uh, like you said, a stats nerd. You you look into the stats of professional wrestling. Am I correct? Yes, yeah. So I kind of wanted to do something where I was kind of interacting with it more, kind of talking to people online about wrestling. Um, my kind of nine to five doesn't really include talking to people about it. So I kind of wanted to do it online. Um, my idea was I was going to write like really interesting things that other people didn't, hence the use of the word musings, but it's ended up going down a more maths route. Um, I actually did, um, I did like bar charts about title histories first about like who had held various titles for the longest and how it developed over time. But the, the stats thing um, is a bit newer and I've kind of gone properly deep into it. Well, then let's talk about those stats then. Um, you mm-hmm. have, I would argue almost every single day, you put out more and more stats about, not just about AEW, you know, not just about AEW that we'll talk about yeah. today, but you put out stuff about New Japan, AAA, Let's talk about those stats. Let's talk about how you approach the statistics of pro wrestling and specifically AEW. So um, I'm a I'm a big football fan, uh, but um, association football, um, English football. Um, of course, of American course. listeners. I feel, I feel like I feel like our American <laughs> listeners can understand with the accent. He's probably not sure. from America. No, not from America. Well, I, 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 I want to interrupt real quick. You got a team? Sure. What's your team? Uh, Liverpool, massive oh, Liverpool fan. Interesting. You just divided these fans <laughs> right down the middle. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big football fan, and um, foot, football can quite often be like nil nil till halftime, zero zero. So you, if, to see how your team's doing, if you're not watching the match, you go on and you look at the match stats and you see who's got the most possession or who's got the most shots on target. Um, and that's kind of. I think that's probably where I've been influenced into coming up with this. It's kind of like that, but for wrestling, you can see, you know, sometimes a wrestler would win, but they haven't controlled the match, and it kind of tells a little bit more of a story. I, I would totally agree with that, and I think that's. I'll say this: this that's the thing that caught me, caught my attention to pro wrestling musings is your yeah. uh, analysis of the tag team tournament, which we'll get into way later, folks. Um, but that is, that's the thing that drew me that, that analysis that you bring to it is that, that breakdown of strikes and grapples and everything uh-huh. that, that is what I truly loved about uh, some, it. I mean, sometimes it is a bit random, but sometimes it tells the story brilliantly. The best example of that was the, uh, the one you kind of just referenced the Kenny Omega, uh, triple A match. So like mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is a all action wrestler, but when he, when he, um, fought Phoenix in Mexico, um, he didn't. He didn't leave his feet. He didn't dive. Um, he didn't concede any. He wasn't knocked down to the ground, and um, by striking at any point, he was almost like a, almost like a like a foreign monster heel, like you might see in Japan or the or you know in America way back when. Um, 
and the, I mean the stats really does show that it's I was quite pleased how, with how that one came out it's a thing that I've uh, talked to people about when it comes to stats is uh-huh. um, there's this thing of of course some people I would argue some people that aren't like too interested in the stats they're sort of maybe they complain about AEW but what exactly what you're saying is that looking at the stats looking at the numbers you know just like rugby just like you know American baseball mm-hmm. It there is a story within those numbers that are being told. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and that's I kind of I've been quite um, like it's it's quite cool when you when you put these things together yourself, and then like the next day you go and have a look at your own work, and you're like, yeah, actually, like looking at this thing that I've made. I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk about it. Um, let's talk about some things you made. I want to get straight up straight onto your. Would you describe as your power rankings for AEW? Yeah, um, I've talked about early in the show, uh, early in the show's life about you know there's varying degrees of ranking systems you can use for yes. you know all lead wrestling for any promotion really, but for all lead wrestling, um, I settled on Ocelot, um, sort mm-hmm. of a, that ranking system that. I'm not going to go into detail because it's such sure. an arduous process. Again, I don't want to bore you with the details, <laughs> stats nerds. But, <laughs> um, but there's various ways to do it, and there's plenty of people that we know uh, that do things differently. But yes. you've devised your own sort of power ranking system. Do you want to talk about that? What that is, and maybe go into detail about where people lie. Yeah, I suppose there's kind of two. There's kind of two parts. So I, I kind of, I've, I've basically done what AEW do myself. Um, so I could, I've just recorded all the matches. So, for example, Chris, actually, that's a bad example. Um, so Cody <laughs> has had, Cody's had six matches, won four, drawn one, lost one. So he's got a sixty-seven percent win percentage, which is quite a common way of doing it. But I've also just assigned them points again, like you would in football: three points for a win, one for a draw. But what I've done is I've given one point for a win. They lose a point if they lose, and just nothing for a draw. So it's just quite a clean system. Um, and I kind of, I use that. Um, I, so I do tweet that out um, each week because I think it's interesting. Um, so for example, Jericho's highest kind of tied Riho, but he's got a better percentage, followed by Pentagon, Phoenix, Cody, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of use that as a basis for my power rankings because I, I think the numbers are good, but they don't always tell all of the story and you a, bit of, a little bit of subjectivity is good. Um, so, for example, in my power ratings, generally I've had Jericho first, Riho second. However, this last week I've ended up with Cody second because of the big impact he made in that uh, the segment we've already talked about with Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because obviously... he didn't have a match last week, if I'm not mistaken. No, but... no, but he made an impact. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, let's, let's, looking at your power rankings, of course, you know, they're... Uh-huh they're set up how you are um let's just talk that top five who you got who you got in your power rankings so for last and again i kind of i kind of like it's the subjectivity works in that the stuff that's happened recently you kind of um subconsciously you you give that a bit more weighting but i've kind of like so jericho's first because he's kind of controlled well not controlled but he's been like he's had the most sway since dynamite started Whereas last week you could perhaps argue that Cody was more impactful than Jericho, but I've still got Jericho first. Does that make sense? Oh, no. I would, yeah, I would totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Jericho, Cody, Riho, um, Lucha Brothers, SCU, to answer your question. 
followed by Omega finally um, getting up a bit. Yeah, uh, talking about finally getting up there. It, has there been looking at these numbers or anything? Has there any been? Has there been any? Let me use some actual grammar. Has there been <laughs> any? Um, you know, uh, surprises to you? Any things that really like stick out to you as like that seems weird, or is that like surprising and like a positive light? Has there any been surprises to you when looking at these numbers? Yeah, um, we we spoke before about Jungle Boy. Um, Jungle Boy is drop dead eighty first out of eighty one wrestlers that have wrestled any form of match in AEW. Um, he's appeared six times and has lost six times. And just thinking about how he was like packaged in was it Double or Nothing where he came out um, whilst the championship was being um, displayed by Bret Hart. Oh, you're right. I didn't even remember that, but that is yeah. that is correct. So he was, was... Him, him, Havoc, Page, and MGF, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and now he's he's you know, number statistically, numerically, he is the worst in AEW. <laughs> he's just hasn't found that that system. You'd think maybe with Marco Stunt by his side or Luchasaurus, he would maybe get somewhere. Yeah. But yes. The ball has not rolled for Jungle Boy. I mean, you could you could probably apply the same logic to Luchasaurus. He had a massive role in that first uh, again doing things in fours. He was I'm pretty sure he was one of the last four in the the Casino Battle Royale. He might have been the last three. He's, yeah, or... something like that. And he's you know he's appeared four times, lost four times. Mm-hmm. You know, despite wowing everyone, he's still yet to do anything of note. But in a weird way, I've sort of what I've gleaned from that is AEW. There are certain people that can't be hurt by losses, at least yes. not yet. And it, yes. I would argue that it is Jurassic Express. It is Luchasaurus Jungle Boy, despite yeah. being dead last. They are and Luchasaurus will be quite hot when he comes back. Oh, everybody will be behind thought, him. If you thought his pops before were big. Mm. Uh, just wait, <laughs> just you yes. wait. Um, oh my gosh, I cannot. I, I, and I'm, I, and that's the thing. I love Luchasaurus. I cannot wait mm-hmm. for him to uh, come back. Oh, I was so disappointed when he didn't come out. Um, I hadn't realized that he wasn't coming out until the entrance and stunt came out instead. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's so disappointing. Well, let's get to it. We got, uh, as of time of recording, this is the Monday before AEW Dynamite. Uh, is, they yeah. have three, oh, three with a little asterisk on that number. Yeah, we um, think <laughs> we 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 did the we we did the deep dive in the research, and we're gonna say three, maybe yeah. two, maybe, maybe they're probably one. more. Yeah. We're maybe, not sure. We don't know. I'm I'm constantly refreshing all in wrestling's Twitter <laughs> to uh, see if there's gonna be more matches announced, but. You know, we'll see. But we got three matches, um, presumably, on the docket today. So we're going to go through them uh, together and talk about, let's see what we got. First off, of course, is uh, all these will be based off of my Ocelot rankings. But uh, first off, we have the trios match of Kip Sabian, ranked number six and Hybrid 2, ranked number 9 in the tag team division, versus Kenny Omega, who is ranked number 3 in singles matches, with the Young Bucks by his side, ranked number 5 in tag team matches. Um, 
Now, uh, Craig, you are looking at this same sort of sheet and you have a yeah. bunch of extra numbers with you. What are your first sort of impressions about this matchup? Um, it's it's We spoke about it before. It's odd. It's an odd teaming, um, Kip Sabian and Hybrid 2. Um, not only because, because because it's they just look weird together. Um, I mean, <laughs> suppose anybody would look weird with the hybrid too. Um, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't do the the unnecessary comment on their um, attire. Everybody's heard it now. Um, so Kip Sabian is he's won twice and lost once, and hybrid two have not done very well at all. So it's going to be an an, an odd position for him to be in um, very much disadvantaged because of his partners um, going up against um, going up against a, a team that very much gel together um, the, the, the kind of the biggest perhaps trio in the world must be yeah the biggest trio in the world you could argue I mean, yeah, yeah. I, um, definitely have it's definitely them between New Day probably yeah, yeah oh good point yeah um uh, Which yeah, the, the I mean, constant rivalry there? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that's I, that's brilliant. Those those um, gaming videos are very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're they're one for one from what I've got. I, I mean, I would see I would see them them taking the match. Kenny Omega's on a hot streak. All of a sudden, uh, the Young Bucks won last week. Are still the biggest tag team in the world, regardless of their shock exit. Yes, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be them. It's a bit of a boring answer, but can't really see much else it i'm i'm completely right with you uh it's hard to deny the um the what's the word i want to say the not co- the, the team i guess you just say the teamwork of kenny omega yes. and the young bucks they are they've ever back in the new japan days of course they were never tag team champions um have, have always teamed together um for as long as i can think of um, and AEW, they've only had two other out- outings, um, of course, beating the team of Pentagon, Phoenix, and Laredo Kid, eventually losing to Jericho and um, Proud and Powerful. But, of course, you know, Moxley got involved with that. So they're one and one, like you said. Based what do you on think Ocelot, of that name? Say it again? Proud and, Proud and Powerful. What do you think of that name? I can't get on board with it. Um, As a heel team name, it's a tough one, I feel. Mm. Um, it, I understand the uh, importance of it, right? Uh, okay. Really paying respect to that Puerto Rican. Um, or is there say. is there like a link? Yeah, they're they're very uh, proud and powerful uh, guys from Puerto okay. Rico. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's it's a it's a full stop. It's a full that's the link. That's all it is. But uh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember if they've actually said it on TV, but it's something that they've said you know, on Twitter. So I presume that's what they're there going. There was with. like a video. There was like a video package of them making their way to the ring. Kind of, it wasn't very clear that that was their name, but they said it over and over again. Okay. Uh, if not, if not, then we'll just say that they're the best, they're the best, they're the best, and we'll just say it 20 more times. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, well, that's perfect in line with uh, Santana Ortiz. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, based on Ocelot, what I got here, uh, the core elite, as I'm calling them, have a 53% chance of winning. Of course, they out the edge. It's not much of an edge because Kip Sabian, in that, you know, in that, that tandem of Kip Sabian hybrid two, yeah. Kip Sabian is the big match winner like we said yes. two and one he yes. is surprisingly high on on everyone's ranking list um, yeah i i'd have a lot of time for a shock kip sabian 
win over one of the three of them. That would be interesting. I I, I would agree with you that Coralie are going to win, but the mm-hmm. the idea of Kip Sabian getting a victory in this match, let alone the the pinfall victory, that is tantalizing to a certain extent. Very interesting. I don't know if it goes with with what they're doing, but yeah, I'd like I it, I would have time for it. Yeah, it's something I would definitely be intrigued about. It, would it be weird? It, it, for me? It would probably have to be a pinfall of one of the young bucks, but that's that's a different show, different day. Um, yeah, it feels a little WWE. Yes, and I think that's yeah. part of the thing is that it, that yeah. sort of feels like because it feels like you know the WWE argument would be uh, you gotta protect Omega and the young bucks, so Moxley is get Moxley and Proud yes. and Powerful <laughs> get involved. Kid Saving gets yeah. the, the roll up pin. Uh, yeah. That's that's a very WWE. Yes, game. very very. Yeah, uh, let's not talk, do that. Some additional stats: Kip has a one-win hot streak from AEW Dark. Hybrid Two have a two-win hot streak based off of other AEW Dark matches. Um, Young Bucks have a one-win hot streak from that mm-hmm. AEW Dark match. Omega had if I, yeah, AEW Dark match. Yes, um, and Omega has a one-win hot streak based off of Janela. So they're all sort of on evil, evil, even playing field in that regard. But yeah, I totally agree with you, Craig. It's hard to deny the history, I guess you could say, of Omega yeah. and the Young Bucks versus the you know lack of history of Kip Sabian hybrid too. I mean, Kip in this promotion hasn't had a single tag team match, trios no. match, eight-man match. He hasn't had anything yet. And I mean, we're we're just talking about him and how he could get an upset. I mean, his his partners are also um, weak links as well. They've they've not had a good run of things so far. Yeah, Kip Sabian is the golden god in that team. Yes. <laughs> Hybrid two are, you know, joining sadly Jurassic Express near the bottom. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Let's yeah, move on yeah. to the, the Asterix match. <laughs> yeah, uh, we think this is happening, but we're not sure. Based on some some Twitter uh, news, I guess maybe. Yeah. Arguably, who knows? A couple um, of people tweeted it, so maybe. Um, the one person we can find is a Twitter account at AE, at AEW Dub. Um, yeah. We can't vouch for the uh legitimacy of this per se right i mean that's fair i mean ring ringside news are also reporting it but you know oh there uh, oh we're getting more late breaking news here we go um but aew dub has said that there will be this match of hangman adam page versus sammy guevara hangman adam page of course being ranked number four sammy guevara ranked number 11 page uh, he's got that one-win hot streak. Sammy hasn't won a match yet in singles action. So this this seems to be the, just the continuation of the elite versus inner circle feud. Um, I mean, Adam Page doesn't have great stats either. Um, three singles matches, one win. Um, he's 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 looking better more recently in terms of um, what's his overall. I've got it here somewhere. Um, I mean, he seems like he should um, take the match. Guevara has decent stats in terms of he's um, had four matches overall, one, two, lost two. He's kind of really benefited from being part of um, the inner circle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Page, on the other hand, um, seven matches overall, four victories. So it, they're actually quite evenly matched in terms of statistics. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I would totally agree with you that since joining Inner Circle, Sammy has gotten a little bit more of that oomph to him. Yes. Uh, you know, not necessarily in singles action, but we'll see how that plays out on Wednesday. Um, uh, I think the the tough part about this match, the statistics, yeah, they are a little even playing field, but you can't deny the mindset that Adam Page will have going into this match. He's a bit he's a bit on uneven at the moment in how he's presenting right. himself. Yeah, he of course Sammy you could maybe believe that, you know, maybe a Jake Hager, uh, maybe a Proud and Powerful mm. would join him yeah. ringside. Would anyone join Adam Page from the elite on ringside? Who knows? Um that that's the question, I guess, in my mind. if I had to pick, you know, personally, I would probably go with Adam Page picking up the victory here, uh, you know, he's Sammy's unproven himself in singles victory. You know, it's if I had to pick one, but there is that question mark with can he come into this match in the correct mindset for the win? I mean, you know, he, the last time he was sort of teaming or in, interacted with other elite members, he, they got the win in that victory, but that was he mainly because. He got the pinfall, yeah, but that was that was mainly because John Moxley was like had, mm-hmm. having yeah, enough yeah, yeah. of pie. It's a handicap match by the end of it. Yeah, um, um, I don't know. I, I think no. I think I might disagree. I think I think Ooh. I might be going with um, Sammy here. I think I think I think Paige is in danger of having a bit of a slump. I think. But oh oh no 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 I'm changing my mind. Um, oh, Page is going. Oh here we go, Mister Mister Big Shot over here. No no pa- Page. Here's why. Here's what. It's a good reason. Um, Page's <laughs> Page's heading into full gear to take on Pack, and he'll he's focused on that. He needs he needs to win. He can't go into full gear with a loss. Um, he'll he'll take care of Guevara and then go into the match against. Full- against full gear against pack strong i he's think facing the whole pay-per-view um, yes the whole pay-per-view he's gonna it's gonna be well All essentially another gears. battle royal he's just gonna win it yes <laughs> yeah I, it, it's and but again i i have to stress that the mindset will anyone be with adam page sammy Guevara has the potential of three guys with him yes so. this is true this is very true um I'm, i don't know i'm just hoping it'll be a, a nice simple competitive one-on-one with a winner and totally no Jake Hager kneeing anybody anywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the, the the wild card there, I guess, is Jake Hager and seeing what he will do in that ring. Yeah. Uh, it's at least squared, you know. It's not the the <laughs> but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens with Jake Hager. Maybe that helps the angles. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It, I'm interested to see where Adam Page goes. Of course, like you said, he he needs the victory heading into Pac's match at yeah. full gear. Sammy Guevara, he doesn't have a match yet at full gear. So similarly, it's you know similarly to the analysis that I had with the John Moxley Pac match is that you know Sammy Guevara, you know what he he doesn't gain anything from this match where Pac there's a lot more pressure on his shoulders that are mounting. Um, yeah, so true. Sammy Guevara, you know, he's coming in with 
possibly extra help. He's coming in with no weight off his shoulder, just hoping to get a victory. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got little to lose here. If he loses, he loses to Adam Page, who's far more established. If he wins, it's huge. Um, yeah, it's a nice position for him. But at the same time, you're looking at the numbers. A loss for Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah. It's going to look bad. Yeah, yeah. It sends him tumbling down. I suppose he's early in his career. Um, it's not psychologically, it might not hurt him too much. Adam Page, on the other hand, can't. He's he's just climbing back up the rankings. He he would struggle, I think, to especially with how he's been behaving. I think he's really struggled to take another loss here. And it'd be tough for. I mean, look at Chris Jericho in the inner circle. If Sam Guevara picks up a third loss in singles action, is he really <laughs> is he really the guy for inner circle? That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that at all. Yeah. Maybe Kip yeah. Sabians, the super bad Kip Sabians around the corner ready to pick up the pieces. Maybe, yeah. I'd like to see that. That sounds interesting. Once he, once he's done hanging out with the team of Hybrid 2, maybe he wants to, <laughs> yes. His maybe he wants partners. to get beaten up by Diamond Dallas Page. Sounds Who knows? like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, yeah, it, it, we'll see what happens, I guess. We'll see what happens Wednesday. Um, Sam Guevara, the loss... Who knows what will happen if he gets it. But Adam Page is our picks, I guess you could say. SCU versus Lucha Bros in tag team action. But not just tag team action. We're talking the finals of the AEW tag team tournament where the winner will become the inaugural AEW tag team champions. Craig, I have to throw it to you first. Um, you have done an amazing analysis of the entire tournament uh, with AEW. So I, I just, you know, I want to give the floor to you real quickly. Mm. Who is your pick uh, for this match? Um, my pick is SCU. Um, oh. My pick is SCU. I, th- I think it's, I think it's perhaps a bit of an emotional pick. It's a bit of a heart overhead pick. Um, I really want to see them as the first tag team champions. Lucha Bros will be the champions at some point, 100%, and will be huge. I'd like to see SEU take the distinction of having it first. Um, I think that would be a great story. Um, in terms of my reasoning for that, uh, I think Lucha Bros are the favourites, but I would be delighted if Kaz and um, Scorpio Sky took it almost for that um, first match drama alone. Um, that was wonderful to see. Now, of course, um, like you said, Lucha Bros are the favorites heading to this match. Um, yes. They are 4-1 and one in tag team matches, you know, 2-1-2 two mm-hmm. two tag team matches, where SCU are 2-2, two two, this, of course, yeah. being the team of Kaz and Sky. Um, SCU are our... Uh, let me, let me get this quickly make sure I got that number correct. SCU are on a three-win streak, while Lucha Bros are surprisingly on a five-win streak, mm-hmm. uh, by based on my numbers. Um, Lucha Bros, of course, previously have had a win over SCU at Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. So you cannot forget about that. Yeah, yeah, psychological edge. Uh, but let's let's talk about some numbers. Of course, what I liked about sure. your analysis with AEW's tag team tournament, Craig, is. That you you've you sort of jotted down the you know like I said before the strikes the grapples the dives the yes. different um, 
thoughts and feelings have. So what have you seen out of these both te- out of both of these teams um, throughout this tournament? Um, and what can you maybe expect into this um, matchup? So, yeah, so basically what I've been doing is when I watch the matches, I take note of exactly what happens um, and then compile the statistics so that it kind of tells the story. Um, basically throughout the tournament, um, SEU have had... They've um, they've they've thrown more strikes. They've got more strike downs where they're striking their opponent to the mat. Um, they've reversed more moves. Um, where else? A couple uh, and more double teams, that kind of thing. Whereas Lucha Bros have grappled more. They've thrown their opponents to the mats more with grapples. One more dive. Um, ten fouls to one. So fouls is kind of like small rule breaks, things where the referee needs to get involved. So they've kind of flaunt, they've kind of um, kind of flounced with the rules more than SCU. Um, I've also since so I did I did those and I put those out as individual matches. Since since um, the the first two rounds have been over, I've been kind of doing percentages as well. So mm-hmm. like out of all the strikes thrown in a single match, how many of them were thrown by each team. And what's interesting about this is for strikes, grapples, dives, and tags, so the percentages of each of those things in each match, um, Lucha Bros have outdone SCU in all four of those categories. So they've been very much the dominant force in their matches, far more so than SCU. Wow, they which are, is they, very interesting. They very also interesting. they also have a better strike down rate. So for every strike that's thrown, thirty six percent of them result in their opponents falling to the floor, and they have also um, reversed a higher percentage of moves than SCU. Twenty nine percent of moves, um, kind of directed towards Lucha Bros, have been reversed. So even like statistically, they are big favorites. Wow, they! I was about to talk about they. They are, they are the team. They have all the strikes. They got everything to their advantage. Yes. It seems like. Um, I, I've sort of this is a thing that I've sort of taken away from uh, Lucha Bros is that um, when it comes to tags per matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's actually that we talk about like some of the surprising things that have come out of statistics. Uh-huh. Um, Lucha Bros rarely tag out to each other in matches, and maybe it's because um, you know uh, um, you know their their lucha style, lucha rules, uh-huh. wrestling rules per se. Um, maybe it's because that they are two great wrestlers as individuals themselves. Austin, they don't need to. Exactly. If you're looking at a okay. team like yeah. if you're looking at a team like Dark Order, right, or the Young Bucks, uh, they're teams that tag out constantly and consistently. Dark Order are you know they tag out like constantly in the matches, ten um, times in their one match. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Lucha Bros. They're rarer. So what can so with all this knowledge, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. Lucha Bros. Have every sort of advantage to their to their thing. They're they are, they are hard hitters. They yes. will play dirty, um, and because of the lack of lack of tags, you know they have the endurance and resiliency as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think, based on what SCU can bring? What do you think SCU could do 
to maybe get less than that or maybe somehow find a way to outdo that. Um, so SCU versus Dark Order was an interesting match. Um, SCU reversed 20 moves to Dark Order reversing 10, which 20 is quite a lot in one match for what, what I've been doing. So that does suggest that they can they can um, be defensive. They could be like defensive wrestlers and can. And that might suggest they've watched their opponents better in the back um, or they've just got, for, with their experience, they've got a knack of knowing when to reverse. And um, when we're talking about a team like Lucha Bros who have huge statistical advantages over SCU based on their performances so far, it might be that that experience, that, that ability to reverse at the vital moment or reverse lots of moves without getting worn down that might see SCU winning the winning the match in the end, um, they're perhaps the best the best placed team to to do that to um, to uh, Lucha Bros. Um, however, on the other hand, Lucha Bros have just defeated a team Private Party who are a bit like that. So it's going to be an interesting clash. Um, Lucha Bros having beat a team that's very very good at fighting from underneath to SCU who have had to fight from underneath for both their matches so far. And yeah, not just, I mean, like you said, both two matches before, I mean, that's just in the matches themselves, this entire tournament, of course, yeah. Lucha Bros taking out Daniels right exactly, before the yes. first matchup. Psychological they, edge straight away, perhaps. The SCU, you know, they need to out, out or not, maybe like, just keep up the reversals, I guess you could say. Um, that That's but, the only thing that I can kind of, kind of pick out as being their kind of, silver lining their thing to hold on to um, that and the emotional side of it the you know mm-hmm. fighting for Christopher Daniels the um, kind of revenge riding the wave of kind of momentum that they've built up through this tournament I mean, and not to you know beat a dead horse here um, mm-hmm. lack of a better phrase I should say that <laughs> phrase actually that's probably not a good phrase Didn't Adam Page's horse just yeah that's that's why yeah. i'm taking it back <laughs> that's, oh, right, okay. <laughs> that's why i'm taking this real in that one back Get destroyed but, uh, on twitter for that. oh man not <laughs> oh no <laughs> the, okay are uh, you uh you it's fine all you have bashed. to do is um draw a picture is that not what chucky t did he just I'd drew look, a picture yeah, and everything is, was fine yeah I, i'll get i'll get destroyed about the horse <laughs> you get destroyed about liverpool uh, oh, uh and you know every other football team hating on you about that but mine's probably worse but you know who goes um but anyways uh not to add more fuel to the fire nailed it Mm -hmm. um uh looking at your i got a page wrote up here of your aw statistics Uh of that overall ranking system you have based on that you know so that rugby style you're talking about yes um an interesting thing that we talked about earlier in the show or earlier uh early before the show is um, Chris Jericho at the top of that list, oh. along with Riho. Both of them are champions. Yeah. Um, Pentagon and Phoenix are directly below them. Yeah. The, only, yeah. the separation between uh, Lucha Bros and SCU are three people, and one of those teams, one of those two of those people are the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you're talking, obviously the points won't match up completely, but if you're talking in terms of, you know, those numbers and the theme, the story that tells from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- if you pattern. If you pick up that pattern, it definitely shows you it's like, well, 
they have been, they have been booked well. They have been booked strong. So to add fuel to that fire, SU are definitely working as the underdogs in this yeah. match. Yet, despite all of that, Craig, you say SCU were going to win this match. Yeah, I, I mean, I did. I did also say it was a heart overhead feeling. Fair, fair. But uh, I, but you're but when, you're, when the, the stats more, nerd himself yes. still believes. I mean, I mean, the more we've spoken about it, the more it does feel like the Lucha Bros will probably win. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just Scorpio Sky fighting with one shoe on, and then getting his other shoe thrown back to him when he threw it into the crowd. Um, it was just lovely. It was brilliant. Um, and I've really enjoyed him in AEW. I think he's a star about to happen. Um, my I went to see Ring of Honor um, in Edinburgh um, last year. And my, my favourite performer at a show that included like Tanahashi and the Young Bucks was Frankie Kazarian because the way that he worked the crowd was just so funny. Um, I just, I just really like them, and that's you know, you find a guy on Twitter that does a lot of good stats, and then he tells you he wants some guys to win because he saw one of them um, at a show, and the other one wrestle with one shoe on probably isn't what was to be expected. But <laughs> there's there a, there's a little bias to that, then. <laughs> just a wee bit. I, I mean, it could go either way, and I, I, I don't see either result being t- a terrible choice or a terrible result. Um, Phoenix and Pentagon would be monster champions. Kazarian Sky would be super over. Great, great story. Um, yeah, I, I, I think now that I've gone over it again, I think Kaz and Sky are going to win. Now, uh, the reason I sort of uh, call you out for that is um, mainly because um, I also sort of think SU could win this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, like you said, it is heart overhead. Uh, yeah. SU are, numbers-wise, they are no way to really have a chance to win this match, right? There's, you know, they've been outnumbered in almost every category would, you have listed. With, with the way that I've done it, my kind of one point for win, one point for lose, they would overtake um, Pentagon and Phoenix if they were to win. Oh, is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're on two points and oh, you're um, right. Three so points, they... so they would they would literally hop over. Oh, that's actually interesting. I didn't look at. I didn't do. Yeah. I didn't do really it, easy not... math. <laughs> no, I, I do some of that in my classroom. Um, <laughs> the, um... Are you are you saying that you that your students are better than me at math? Um, well, my, my, my students do understand the numbers two and three. I, I hate to break it to you. Sorry, that's not really <laughs> condescending. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean it to sound that mean. Um, no, I, mean, I, I not... chop busted. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's not I, the same I situation where Pentagon... And, so if Pentagon and Phoenix win, they go on to four points, which is right behind Riho and Jericho. Whereas um, Sky and Kazira would just be hopping up to three points, which there's still a wee gap between the two, the two big... Performance of performers of AEW so far, Riho and Jericho. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're you're kind of pattern spotting earlier of seeing Pentagon and Phoenix as kind of joining that club, um, as being, you know, worth worth pointing out. Yeah, it's I I 
like you said, I'm agreeing with you with SCU picking up the win. Do num- the numbers with no, with no evidence. It's, it's, it, that's the thing. It's, I, we've got <laughs> the evidence is stacked against yes. us and SCU. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we're talking about like the headspace of Adam Page, Sammy Guevara, the headspace mm. of SCU coming this match, the, the headspace of revenge, I guess you could say. Yeah, they've got a great headspace. They're, they've, won, they've picked up their only two tag team wins so far in a row. They, they've got, you know, they're, they're a bit older. They've got more to fight for. They've got their, their, um, their other SCU member to avenge. You know, they, they do have a huge psychological boost there. Yeah, and that is obviously psychological boost is not a a number that we can quantify here, but not yet, I, not yet. The, the science <laughs> has been researched. Uh, we're still developing every day. Yes, um, I'm sure it'll be available for um, niche wrestling statistics very very soon. This is this is going to be the next show we talk about. Is uh, <laughs> us, we found a way to talk about the psychological boost for wrestlers. Well, Tony Khan's got a lot of money. <laughs> we can just take a quick a quick uh, million off the top. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just one. We don't. We only need more. Um, we'll save the rest for I don't know for uh, Jurassic curing. Express. For... <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I, I was going to say curing uh, Luchasaurus's lost cancer. records. If you want to oh. you know, cure cancer, I'm sure with your million, yeah, that's probably a good thing as well. I'm, I'm praying myself as the villain in this episode. <laughs> I'm not sure if I, that's a good thing, but somebody's got to do it. But if anything, that it's putting over the guest. So uh, sure. I'll, I'll look at it in that light. Um, well, speaking of, thank you so much, Craig, uh, for coming on to the show. It, it is oh, you're been very welcome. An honor to honestly have you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, to I continue to be here. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Thanks very uh, yeah, Somebody's so you... got to do it. <laughs> so, if you want to learn more about the stats and numbers, um, please go to Twitter and follow Pro Wrestling Musings. That is at PW Musings on Twitter. Um, Craig is doing amazing stuff there, and I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, Craig, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Are there any extra plugs you want to do? Shout out, shout out a classroom, spend uh, a million <laughs> no, dollars not, somewhere else. Not allowed to do that. Um, um, shout out to Chris Samza, who is putting my stuff up on his excellent website, um, Sports Pro Wrestling. You will also see his own stuff there. He's he does a lot of tour, tournament based stuff. So at the moment he's doing um, the Super J Tag League for New Japan, um, and it's a good way to you know just keep up to date if you can't catch every match. Um, and there are a lot of them, so it's very handy. Um, I've been doing that myself. Well, again, thank you so much, Craig, for having us mm. on the episode. Uh, love to have you back whenever you want, buddy. Oh, this has been very enjoyable. Um, I've enjoyed doing it. That sounds good. What a great conversation that was. It was such a, I had such a great time talking to Craig from Pro Wrestling Musings. He was such a lovely person, lovely guest to have, a new friend uh, to have in this pro wrestling universe. Uh, I, I love having Craig. I'd love for him to come back at any time. I just have to keep praising him because I sounded like such a, I just have to keep praising him because I sounded like such a heel in this episode. I said such like a terrible person. So I have to just keep appraising him uh, for, for his generosity for coming onto this show. 
If you want more AEW analytics talk, you can subscribe to this show on the podcast feed of your choice. Subscribe to this feed, the Hit the Books feed. And speaking of Hit the Books, I rarely talk about it, but of course, we also have the brother-sister show of Hit the Books. That is our weekly realistic fancy booking podcast so if you want to go check out that that is with me and former guest of the show mikey manfredi where we sort of go and week by week write the storylines of wb's smackdown based with our own roster our own you know champions uh, and sort of write the stories and go week to week and see you know what we can do put our money where our mouth is per se but if you like this episode of course you can leave reviews on itunes as well and you could follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod, where you can find more stats talk and whatnot for when those days come. Again, thank you so much to Craig from Pro Wrestling Musings. If you want to follow him on Twitter, that is at PW Musings. So again, please go follow that for all more stats, infographs, stats, numbers, all those sort of things across the world of professional wrestling. So until next week, until next time, have a good day. I love you, and please stay elite. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.